We talk a lot here at The Efficient Advisor about the first 100 days of your client relationship being critical. And as we've discussed on previous episodes about onboarding, the data shows that these first couple of months that your client relationship begins, how you perform, how you interact, the frequency at which you interact, and the amount of human-to-human connection in those first couple of months is disproportionately important to the longevity of the client-advisor relationship. Okay, so meaning if you crush it within the first 100 days, you will keep your clients longer. And the goal is to turn prospects into lifelong clients and lifelong clients into referral generating machines. In your onboarding, there are the three layers we've talked about, right? There is the paperwork and functional layer of actually making the client a client. There is the layer of setting expectations about how you're gonna work together, what's in scope, what's out of scope, how we're gonna communicate. And then there's that human to human connection layer. And when I'm helping an advisor or an advisor team build out their onboarding process, we're always talking about what are some other ways to go above and beyond? How do we make this a little bit more of a unique experience? How do we continue to incrementally make it, you know, just that 1% better? Essentially, how do you take your onboarding from good to great to exceptional? Well, today we're going to talk about some low hanging fruit type extras And what I mean by that are the ones that are super easy to implement and super effective. And if I were still in practice, I would be doing this absolutely no questions asked. And I know you want me to tell you what it is in the intro. I know, but you're going to have to listen to this catchy little ditty first. And look, I know you're here because you know it's possible to have energy left over for your family and still have your dream business. You know, the business that you are running instead of it running you. If you're new to The Efficient Advisor, welcome. I'm Libby Grywe. I started, built, and sold by age 37, a 100% referral-only planning practice that I grew to seven figures as a solo advisor, all while working just three days a week and taking off 14 weeks a year to lean into being a mom, wife, friend, sister, daughter, and frankly, a travel-obsessed human who just liked vacations. I'm here to walk alongside you and to show you how to do exactly the same and really to help you take immediate action on the most important strategies for scaling, organizing, and creating less stress and overwhelm in your business. We're about to transform your practice, so move over exhaustion and get out of the way, Advisor ADD. It is time to take that one right next step to build a business and a life that you love. So let's dive in to this one little easy to implement, super effective tool that you can get started in in your business right now. In the Joey Coleman book, Never Lose a Customer Again, I I know I've referenced it before. It's really good. I'll link it in the show notes for you. But Joey recommends during this first 100 days doing a communication audit. And really what I'm saying is doing a communication audit of how you are interacting with your clients in that first 100 days. And out of this idea of a communication audit started coming conversations. So I I talk about communication audits all the time. And in the Efficient Advisor community, we were talking about, you know, doing these communication audits and hitting our clients in a bunch of different ways. And what kept popping up was this idea of using ultra short personalized videos. And I know you're like, oh, Libby, I'm with a broker dealer. There's no way. Or maybe you're like, 
nope, I will not do video. Hear me out before you switch podcasts and turn me off for some true crime. Let me explain how. So my brain originally kind of went to this client experience piece. But what I've learned is that advisors are using this to enhance their client experience in the beginning of the relationship. Yeah, sure. But it's also a tool that advisors can use super effectively to save a ton of time in their practice and you can use it in operations. So we're going to get into all of that, but it's in that first 100 days and also every day ongoing behind the scenes, you know, or that backstage and client facing front stage of your practice. So, okay, everybody learns differently and has different preferences, and it is important to hit our clients in several different formats. So those ways, the communication audit could include email, snail mail, um, personalized gifts, video, in person, all of these different ways. And when I sold my practice back in 2019, I was just starting to play around with this idea of ultra short video just a little. We were super limited at my broker dealer. So I was doing just these little birthday videos here and there. And man, if I were still in the game, I would be using short format video for my clients all the time. No questions asked. And it turns out there are a zillion different ways that advisors are using these types of video services in their business. So I went on a hunt. I interviewed four amazing advisors, Kit Lancaster, Rob Reed, Eric Negron, and Russ Thornton, all members of the Efficient Advisor community over on Facebook who volunteered their precious, precious time to share with me how they've cracked the code on these ultra short videos so that I can help you figure out how you might be able to integrate some of these ideas into your business in a way that helps you work more productively and more effectively. I asked each of them the following questions. The first one was really, what program or software do you use? What does that look like for compliance? And what else have you tried? Kind of why do you use what you use? The second question was, what are all of the different ways that you use it in your business? The third question is, you know, tell me what it was like when you first started using it. What mistakes did you make or how do you use it differently now than you did when you first started using it in your business? Number four is what kind of feedback do we get from our clients? Like what are you hearing your clients say when you switched from not doing this to doing this? And then number five is what would be the best tip that you could think of for an advisor who wants to integrate something like this into their practice. And obviously, I love talking. (laughs) I talk a lot. Um, It led to so many more questions. And what I've done for you today is just compiled a bunch of the best practices and insights from these guys to share what they're doing and what is working really, 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 really well and how to make it easy and effective and something that you can do in your practice without a ton of friction getting it set up. And you know how much I love a good quick win in your business. And even though it was the second question I asked, I want to start for you guys explaining what are the different ways that these advisors were using video in their practice. So here's a couple of examples. 
One of the advisors shared that he does a warm-up email prior to a prospect coming in for their very first meeting. So he does a warm-up video that has uh, so an email attached with the video that just says, hey, here's what you can expect in our first meeting. Here's what you need to bring. Here's what you don't need to bring. Um, just kind of a quick like, hey, here's, here's what's coming down the pike. Getting them used to his face and his voice and kind of his personality. I thought that was great. A lot of the guys mentioned that they use it for ongoing concepts. So, you know, maybe a discussion or something that doesn't warrant a 30 or 45 minute meeting or gosh, you know, maybe even a face-to-face meeting that ends up being 60 minutes. All of the guys said, hey, I can do a screen share and I can show and tell clients, not just tell, not just answer a quick question with, um, you know, text in an email or attaching some, you know, three page article that's all print, no pictures. It's easier for me to explain a concept to a client either ahead of the meeting or in between meetings with just a quick video and say, hey, here's what we're going to be talking about. I just wanted to show this to you. Or if a client emails you with a question, I know for me, I can talk a whole lot faster than I can type. So to be able to just hop on, grab the screen share, walk them through whatever the concept is, show them the tool, show them the thing and help them navigate around the website, whatever it is that they need to see. I love this idea of being able to show and tell super quickly. And I love that they get to hear your voice and see your face. One of the guys mentioned that he started in video really to do a follow-up. And this was kind of instead of doing a typed up follow-up email, he shared that he just gets on and kind of does, hey, these are my action items. Here's a recap, a you know three to five minute video after the meeting, grabbing all of those to do items like, you know, for me, our follow-up process, our email included a, hey, here's what we talked about. Here's the things we actually did. Here's what you need to do, client. Here's homework for us to do office. And here's what we're going to talk about next time. So Rob uses it as a way to wrap that all up. And instead of having to send a physical email, just sends a video instead. And I thought that was really cool. Another way that one of the advisors shared that they use a short form video in their office is as part of their kind of war chest or their arsenal of of training. And I know I do this. So I have an assistant here at the Fish and Advisor named Jenny. She's fabulous. Um, I train Jenny using Zoom videos. So I will record me usually in glasses and my hair up in a big, giant, hideous, messy bun. Um, these are like the videos I pray to God never, never get out. <laughs> um, but then again, who cares? Because that's usually what I look like. Um, but these are the videos that are walking her through like a, hey, here's how you get into our website and make this change. And here's how we do this. And here's what happens when somebody joins the efficient advisor community. Here's what I need you to do. Um, so this advisor was sharing that he does this for so many things in his practice. And then it just becomes almost like a visual training manual. And I love, love, love this idea. They also shared that they keep a war chest of canned videos that they can use over and over again in their practice. So for example, one of the guys mentioned sort of like the lost cause letter that I send prospects after, you know, not really being able to get a hold of them or effectively book a meeting with them. There's a podcast on that maybe four or five episodes ago. Um, But he basically does a lost cause video. And I thought that was kind of cool. Very similar concept, but it's a canned pre-recorded video still has that same effect. The only difference is you can't personalize it with putting their name in it or, you know, or whatever, but 
that's okay too. Having this war chest of videos that explain a concept or, um, you know, really whatever I think is a really interesting idea and something that somebody else on your team can go and grab and drop into an email on your behalf. And one of the best practices for this would be literally as you do a task. So that's something advisors always ask, like, well, when am I going to find the time to build an employee handbook or to build all these standard operating procedures? One of the cool things about this is literally the next time you go to do a task, all you have to do is hit record and start doing it and just talk and verbalize your way through it. And then at the end of the task, not only did you complete the task that you needed to complete, now you've created a training video for somebody else to do that task. A couple of the guys also shared that they came up with a way to use video to just make their process so much more efficient or effective. And Eric mentioned that what he does is he does a recording with a screen analysis showing a client like their spreadsheet or whatever tool he uses for tax harvesting. And he records all of the videos, sends them all out, And then, I don't know if he does this, but this is where my brain went, you could have somebody else on your team who's licensed make the phone calls to get the permission if that's something that you need to do in your business, but somebody else could actually do the follow through and follow up. And you could literally sit down, record all of these tax harvesting videos in you know, a matter of a couple of hour blocks and just get it all done at once in one sitting and let somebody else make the follow up phone calls from that to actually gain the permission to execute the trade. And Russ was sharing with me that he has been able to save a ton of time in his business. So for example, when he updates a client's plan, and again, it kind of doesn't warrant this full like face-to-face meeting or big Zoom thing that kind of needs to be pre-scheduled, he can do it in a block of time that he says set aside in his week so he can actually update the client's plan, send them a quick video saying, hey, I added in those new pension numbers, here's what it looks like, and zap it out to the client. And he said the vast majority of the time, the clients respond and say, oh, great, thank you so much, no questions. I love that. It is really effective and it's a lot easier than pinging back and forth or having to go through calendar apps to get, you know, kind of go through that rigmarole of setting up a time to go through some of these things with a client and being able to, oh, you know how I talk about model week and being a big, 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 big fan of controlling your calendar and controlling your schedule and doing things when you have the right energy to do them. So I'm picturing like a time block in your week that this is the time I'm gonna make all these videos. I'm gonna put the lipstick on, I'm gonna brush the hair super quick, and I'm just gonna record you know, 15 or 20 of these things and get them all out. And they don't even have to go out that day. The beauty is, is you can record them and then send them when it makes sense. So another thing that advisors were using this for as kind of a client experience piece is almost all of them I think said they were doing happy birthday messages, happy anniversary messages, and they're so easy to personalize. I mean, we're talking like a 15-second video here, you know, like a, hey, Jan, I'm happy birthday. I'm so excited to be working with you. Love, love, love having you a client. Hope your day is as special as you are, blah, blah, blah. I mean, it can't take very long. And that's something you can sit down, um, you know, at the end of the month and record all of the birthday messages for the following month, and then somebody else on your team can set those to drip out on the appropriate day. Okay, so super high level, but there's like a bazillion different ways that you can use this. So I like the idea of having the option to do these personal videos, but I also like having the idea of having this repository 
of pre-recorded videos that you can send out to clients. Like who doesn't love a good, here's how you find your tax forms at tax season that you can send out to like five zillion people. I also really love this idea of creating something for your business, you know, this arsenal of videos on how-tos, SOPs, et cetera, that you can record as you're doing the task to start building that. And I think it's something you know, kind of interesting. There, there's been a ton of articles. I know Kits has had an article on using um, delegation, you know, screen recording to delegate. It, most people are visual, and it's also really difficult to be super articulate in text when because you can't get that tone, you can't get that excitement, you can't get that inflection. It's a lot easier to build connection with your clients through video. And there's tons and tons of data to support that. I did a video way back, oh my gosh, maybe a number like probably around number 20 or something about how like all of this data around how important video is in your service business. So go back and make sure you check that one out. I'll try to find the number and link that in the show notes as well. I'm not going to try to find the number. I will find the number because I have a list and I keep it pretty organized. (laughs) Okay, so let's dig into what programs. So almost... All of the guys said, I used BombBomb, but it was too cumbersome. It was too frustrating. I found something that's a lot easier. So two of the guys say they use Vidyard, um, V-I-D-Y-A-R-D. I will link that in the show notes. It's compliant. Um, it can integrate with HubSpot and some other CRMs. So two used Vidyard. Uh, one of them used a loom and again said, I'll just love loom. I can create short to- uh, shortcuts directly to my desktop, makes it crazy, crazy easy to share. And for compliance purposes, it's all stored. And then I know Eric said he uses his good old fashioned iPhone and screen records and does stuff on his phone. He also uses Screenomatic, and he says by far it is the easiest and super cheapest. So I will link all of those in the show notes. And I'm sure if you go out to the Efficient Advisor community on Facebook, that's our free community for advisors. There's about 1,500 of us in there. And if you ask the question, I'm sure these guys would be so more than willing to share why they're using one program or an, over another and what they liked about one versus the other. So some of the things that these guys kind of shared, I'm going to start weaving the, the next like three questions kind of together. So when they started using it, almost all of them said, I was awkward. I stumbled over my words. I'd record a video and then I'd watch it back. And then I'd be like, ooh, I sounded terrible. And I'd re-record it. And I kind of nitpicked myself in the beginning. And I got better and better and I got more fluent and I got more comfortable with it. So if you're going to start integrating some sort of short format video, just do it and don't watch them back. Don't pick apart your performance. Um, Be authentic. Don't worry about ums and ahs and looking perfect. Just do it. And I thought that was really, you know, obviously very apropos. It We all get stuck. I think especially when there's something about video that we feel like we need to be perfect. The guys also said that the shorter, the better. And that Vidyard in particular, they mentioned, has 
all of this data and analytics that show you how long a client actually watched the video. So Kit shared, he's like, hey, my rule is it cannot go over three minutes. If it goes over three minutes, then we get major, major drop off at that point. Um, some of the other guys said, nope, I do full like meeting reviews. I do longer formats and I have just fine. So I think it's really figuring out what are you using it for? And then actually paying attention to some of the data to make sure that what you're doing is resonating with your clients. And so all of them served very different markets, which I thought was really interesting. And all of them reported back that their clients really gave them a ton of positive feedback about their videos. And in fact, Russ shared with me, and I thought this was kind of cool. He said, a lot of my clients will reply to the email, especially if it's like off cycle, kind of in between meetings or, you know, just kind of updating them on something. And they'll say, great to see you. I think that's really interesting. I was thinking about after, you know, it was funny because Rob actually couldn't make our phone call. Uh, I had sent out a bunch of times and none of them worked for him. So he actually sent me (laughs) a Vidyard video of him answering all of my questions, which I thought was really kind of funny Um, and ironic, but he was sharing that it's great to see you. And I kept thinking about the psychology of that after I watched his video and how that language to a client, it just means that this video felt more personal because it wasn't great to hear from you. It wasn't just a thanks so much. We appreciate the information. Um, Thanks for following up. Great to see you, I think is a, a really good sign or a really good indicator that it builds more of a connection when a client gets to see and hear. Another one of the guys mentioned that a lot of his clients are like, oh, love the fact that you send me videos because I can, you know, on my commute, I can just hit play and I can listen to whatever it is that you're saying. Or my wife and I watch them together, um, you know, kind of this. It's just a different, it seems like people are experiencing video in a different way. Um, But yeah, all of them said that their clients love it, that they have really good um, stick rates, meaning our, you know, our consumption rates, meaning that their clients listen to most of the videos. And I did ask, there were a couple and they're like, well, I have some clients that are just never going to listen to video. But, you know, you also have some clients who are just never going to read an article that you sent. Or there's some clients who are just never going to read an email, which goes back to the top of the episode when we talked about having a communication audit and making sure that you're hitting clients in multiple different ways because you're always going to have those couple of clients that just aren't going to do something in one way or one format. And so something else I asked all of the guys is how do you do this in your business? Like how do you make time for sending personalized videos. So a couple of the guys said that, yep, I got time blocks. I do all of my follow-up videos at the very end of the week on my last day in the office, whether that's Thursday or Friday. And I have a block in my schedule and I sit down and do all of my meeting follow-up emails. And I do all of my videos for upcoming prospect meetings or whatever it is. Or I have time blocks where I'm going to go in and do a task and record it and save it to kind of that, you know, arsenal or Dropbox of how-to videos for my staff. Um, A couple of the guys did say, no, I just do it really organically. So as I'm working throughout the day, as I come across something for a client or as I'm working in their file or as I'm in like their Money Guide Pro or something and I'm making an adjustment, I just record a video real quick right there and then. So whatever way you choose to do it, just make sure that you're accounting for that effort in your planning blocks, in your follow-up blocks, um, post-meeting, follow-up process, whatever it is that you're 
doing and however you're integrating these videos into your business, just make sure that you're accounting for that in your model week. And as for best tips and practices, I got a couple of feedback things that I thought were kind of interesting. One of them was don't get caught up in which tool, whether it's BombBomb or Vidyard or whatever, as long as it's compliant and it works for you. And you guys who are with broker dealers, one of these guys is with a broker dealer. So it's not out of the question for you to be able to do something like this, especially um, I feel like the world has changed a lot. When I left my broker dealer in 2019, we still couldn't even text with clients. So I feel like the world has changed a lot, even in the broker dealer space and getting kind of up to up to speed on using video really effectively in business. So even if you're with a broker dealer, don't count it out yet. At least go see and explore what your options might be. And maybe it's starting really small. Maybe it's starting with just happy birthday videos where you walk around and everybody in the office wishes them a happy birthday and you can text that. And that's maybe not gonna be a big compliance thing because it's a personal video and it has nothing to do with business. And almost all of the guys did say, don't overthink it, just start. Just pick something, try it, start it, get feedback, come back and kind of reevaluate it and continue to think about how you can expand the use of it. Once you get comfortable with a tool, figure out how you can really expand the use of it in your business. So, you know, I always talk about, well, how can we take it from good to great to exceptional, but not necessarily all at once. So maybe you start small with the birthday videos with a goal of, hey, in six months, our objective is going to be to start sending pre-prospect meeting videos. And then maybe a year from now, you're doing video follow-ups. I don't know, but you don't have to do it all at once and you don't have to, you know, totally blow up your existing process in order to fit something like this in. Maybe you even just start with it as a tool to start recording your tasks and creating a video library for your team. So, so many different ways to approach this. I hope that this was helpful for you guys. I know I think it's a really interesting thing. And like I said in the beginning, if I were still in my normal traditional financial advisory business, I would be absolutely utilizing something like this all the time for all the things. So I want you to think about it from an efficiency perspective, from a client experience perspective, from a operational perspective, and from a process perspective of how are we enhancing the first 100 days and beyond with our client relationships. I hope you guys found this helpful. I know I thought it was really fascinating and interesting, and I can't stop thinking about how I might start integrating this more into my business, into the Efficient Advisor, and how can I start using more short-form video with the advisors that I'm working with, with the teams that I'm working with, and with the companies that I'm working with. So I thought that was kind of cool. Anyways, I'd love to chat more about it over in the Efficient Advisor community on Facebook. Like I said, there's about 1,500 of us in there, and it's just become a really cool place where people are so willing. I, I honestly, I have the best listeners in the world because people are so willing to share. Also, I'd love to you know connect with you over on LinkedIn. That's the other place that I hang out. And... If you could do me a solid and leave a review for this podcast, I would greatly, greatly appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. Please let me know if you have any episode ideas or if you feel like you've got a really cool 
tip, trick, or tool that you think would make an awesome episode that would really impact advisors and be either an easy win or something that we could start working towards right away. Thank you so much and have an amazing rest of your week. Thank you.